And uh, welcome to another edition of the Bachelor News Radio Show on the Bachelor News Radio Network, WCOM in Chapel Hill, our sister station there, Big Mind Entertainment, where you can watch the show as well on um, Roku and Firestick. YouTube, our, our folks that are watching on YouTube, and of course, if you listen to our website, thebachelornews.airtime.pro, we certainly appreciate you uh, coming on the show. You could have been doing anything else, uh, but you decided to join us. I'm L.A. Bachelor. I want to bring my guest, always uh, a distinguished gentleman. And, and Dr. Leon, th- this dude doesn't age. Like, you look at his book cover, all his all, all his books, him. <laughs> It, the dude doesn't age like I, you know, I got a face for radio. And it, it, here's this guy, you know, putting me to shame. Dr. <laughs> of course, he is a syndicated uh, talk show host. He's a, a best-selling author. We'll get into that is at WilmerLeon.com. And good to have him on. Uh, Happy New Year again to you, sir. And thanks for coming on. Hey, man. Uh, thank you. And uh, Happy New Year to you, to your family and to your audience. And one of the reasons I don't age is because, as you saw, I just turned the light on. So every, everybody looks great in the dark. <laughs> hey, look, okay, you you be modest, sir. Um, listen, today, the time of this broadcast, January 6th, is the one year uh, from the insurrection, the, the uh, uh, things that happened in Washington, President Biden gives this speech today. I know where you would go with it. Everybody's making this big to do about this line about, quote, you can't love your country only when you win, end quote, talking about Trump and mm-hmm. and really that side of the world, if you will. But, but you know, if you happen to catch a speech, speech or at least some of the excerpts, tell me what, what you thought about it. I saw the whole thing. I heard okay. Kamala before. Uh, in, you know, introduce him. Uh, blah 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 blah. That um, they they a whole lot of veiled references to a whole lot of veiled things. Nothing really specific. Uh, just a whole lot of rhetoric. This this is really, in 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 my humble opinion, a, a great distraction. And so you know. Joe Biden should have called out those Republicans that have been denying the 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 threat that this really was. Should have called them out by name. Because there have been a number of Republicans that have been very very vocal about how this was all overblown. Some have even said it really didn't even happen. Um he made reference to them, but he did not call hold people accountable for what people say. It, it, it you know, it, it, it's just that simple. Um, so he, he didn't do any of that. And so I, I thought it was, that was about probably 12 minutes of my life. I won't be able to get back. <laughs> You're right. It wasn't that long. And when you, when you look at the Democrats as a whole, doc, they don't do that. There were no. so many of of those Republicans that are quote unquote in office that played a part in this. And, I mean, we won't even get into the fact that it's still dragging out. You know, the, the, there's still people on the streets that are mowing their lawns, you know, living their lives. 
and they were a part of that, uh, along with the so-called politicians. So, you know, why not do that? And then the flip side of it is now you see some Democrats for 2022 and beyond going back to this, let's blame Trump, let's bring Trump up to try to win an election. Because they got nothing. They haven't done anything. So when you haven't accomplished anything, then you got nothing to run on. And they 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 promised the world to get Biden into office. Uh, and Joe Biden, to a great degree, ran on, I'm not Donald Trump. Uh, and, co- and COVID, you know, he, he right. became, God forbid, you know, unfortunately, at the right time for him as well. Right. Right. And so, you know, where is $17 minimum, $15 minimum wage? Where Where is the student loan debt forgiveness? Uh, where is negotiating uh, lower uh, pharmaceutical drug prices, uh, the child care? All, all, you know, the list, as Gil Scott here said, the endless list that won't be missed when at last America is purged. Um, so they had they they got nothing they can't even they can't even get the darn um john lewis voting rights bill passed in a democratically controlled house in a democratically controlled senate with a democratic president and you can't get one person one vote passed in 2022 doc does that speak to white liberalism in, in, in terms of how, okay, you yes. know, you know, Dr. King talked about it all the time. Those are the okay. danger ones. And so, so, you know, now you're Democrat and, and black folks, you Democrats, you think, okay, you're born, you're Democrat. I, I'm, I'm looking for the book because I, I, <laughs> I mean, uh, where do we go from here? Chaos or community? Right. And, it, and, and it's like, okay. He's very they, clear. In fact, they're, liber- on, they're liberal and that's fine. They're liberal and and equal or liberal and 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 trying to to portray equal to a certain extent so if i can quickly find it for the vast majority now you got to be impressed by the fact i can put my hands on a book and then go right to the page for the vast majority (laughs) of white americans the past decade the first phase had been a struggle to treat the negro with a degree of decency not of equality White Americans, white America was ready to demand that the Negro should be spared the lash of brutality and coarse degradation, but it had never been truly committed to helping him out of poverty, exploitation, or all forms of discrimination. The outraged white citizen had been sincere when he snatched the whips from the Southern sheriffs and forbade them more cruelties But when this was to a degree accomplished, the emotions that had momentarily inflamed him melted away. White Americans left the Negro on the ground and in devastating numbers walked off with the aggressor. It appeared that the white segregationist and the ordinary white citizen had more in common with one another than either had with the Negro. Mm. He's saying you can't trust white liberals because they have more affinity to their whiteness than their liberalism. But the Democrats, it, 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 if 
it, it really also goes back to control. If you have the presidency, you have a narrow margin right now in 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 the House and Senate, and yet you don't um, not only from a moral standpoint bring out what happened in January on January six, but also bring out those who were a part of that and also shouting to the, the, the hilltops if if that's what you believe John Lewis bill you know immigration oh, these things need to get done you know they can't do that doc they can't say the other side is fighting them because they're fighting amongst themselves look Barack Obama spent a good bit of his time allegedly fighting John Boehner I don't think he fought Boehner much because uh, Boehner seemed to win at every turn um, but so it's, so it's, it's one thing, and I think I've said this on the show before, it's one thing if, uh, Biden is fighting Mitch McConnell or fighting Lindsey Graham, he's not, he's fighting, uh, the guy from West Virginia, Manchin, Joe Manchin. Right. And he, and he's fighting, uh, Christian cinema, but I don't even believe that. He's really fighting Manchin. I think Manchin is just the stalking horse here because, A, Joe Biden nominated Manchin's wife to run this Economic Development Council. So Manchin and Biden, I think, are pretty good friends and have been for a very long time. Um, the other thing is that what I couldn't figure out was why the Democrats didn't call Joe Manchin out for what Joe Manchin is. When Joe Manchin came out and said, and if I said this on the show last time, then stop me. When Joe when Joe Manchin comes out and says he can't he can't figure out how to explain Bill Back better to his own constituents, when the state of West Virginia is 47th or 48th out of 50 states in this country in terms of education in terms of healthcare, in terms of median income, in terms of infrastructure, in terms of a number of things that were going to be addressed by Build Back Better. Maybe it's maybe Joe Manchin went to those poor, decrepit West Virginia public schools, which is why he can't figure out how to do the damn math and explain to his constituency why the numbers in this bill would benefit his own constituents. But why the Democrats didn't call him out on this, me don't know. And why, and why, I don't understand when you're, it, it whether you're um, poor white or black or Latino or whatever, you tend to vote against your own best interests. Why is Joe, why is Joe Manchin still in office? You know, why, you know. If he's not doing it, if you know, you just pointed out, Doc, and I mean, that's just 48 out of 50. I mean, you can get that off the, the offline and, and you know it. And, and I, we think Arkansas, I think Arkansas and Mississippi are two states that are worse off. I think I know Mississippi is is, is one. I think right. Arkansas is the other one. Uh, hey, the and, and I'm not trying to demean West Virginia public schools. Right. I'm just I'm just saying they they based upon the national ranking they they rate very poorly 
And so for Joe Manchin to be able to say he can't figure out how to do something, well, he must have gone to these, these poor West Virginia public schools. Um, it, 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 it makes those, but let me, let me, let me quick, let me quickly get back to this whole uh, January 6th, 6th thing. Okay. And, and because um, I, I think in many forms, these uh, existential groups, uh, you know, they, like a lot of the folks that, that stormed the Capitol, this is nothing new. You know, a, a lot of po- a lot of folks sit here and wring their hands and pull their hair and they look at what happened last year. Oh my God, how did this happen? How did this happen in America? Right. This is America. This is what America is and always has been for generations. Um, you know, they man- these things may manifest themselves in, in different forms, but they tend to follow the same basic tenet, and that is white nationalism. Whether you're talking about the Klan, white Christian, uh, uh, the, the uh, 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 white citizens councils, like in Mississippi, uh, the Oath Keepers, white Southern Baptists, um, neo-Nazis, like in, in, in Charlottesville, and like the neo-Nazis that we're backing in the Ukraine, mm. they all, and yes, boys and girls, the United States is backing Nazis in Ukraine. Um, they all basically follow the same tenets, and that's white nationalism. Th- this is not, this is what America was founded on. So this is nothing new. Now, I don't, I'm not really afraid that the folks that stormed the Capitol are going to take over the country. They're very well financed, they're very well organized, and they get a lot of publicity. But I don't see these folks taking over the taking over the taking over the country. The danger that I see is has to do more with the economic the political and the social structures in this country. That's where the real dangers are. It's not with these fringe knuckleheads that that want to follow Donald Trump off a cliff, uh, like the adage is, like lemmings to the sea. Even though lemmings don't do that, um, particularly the, the 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 economic system in this country, based on unbridled capitalism. That's what's really going to be the the downfall of 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 the country, Doctor. And if, if folks, if you're just joining us, we're talking with the the, the good Doctor, Doctor Woman J. Leon the Third. He's a syndicated talk show host, PS, PhD, uh, best-selling author. Uh, we'll talk about his show. We'll talk about some of his books, and and uh, good good to have him on here on the Bassford News Radio Show. Uh, Doc, I want to I, I want to bring up leadership because Mr. Biden talked about you know you patriotism you can't be a patriot only when it's convenient essentially mm-hmm. what he was saying mm-hmm. but you know leadership when you look whether you whether people agree or not there have been some moments not just in this country but in the world that um, we've forged ahead and 
and know in our history, you're a political scientist and understanding of what Churchill rallied, you know, England around, you know, the Westerns, you know, even wasn't, it really wasn't that popular. And, you know, with, with, with Lincoln, albeit, you know, some other motives there, you know, put it on, put it out there in terms of we're going to fight against this thing when that wasn't popular. It, some people say Reagan with the Gorbachev tear down the wall. It's always been something going on where a leader had to do something. Trump wasn't it. Wasn't. And, and, I, and, and, and the fact that he had an opportunity, those crazies who will take him over, that will jump off the bridge, um, were, were there and, and would follow him off the bridge. Um, they were ready to do that. But when you look at real uh, leadership, when you really go back to it's not just what people want to talk about. Patriotism is about sacrifice. Um, and right now to me, and I, I, I think you agree, is that this ugly, visceral type of thing, you know, um, politics, everybody's going to their own corner, it's going to get worse. And I think it's going to be even more violent, in my opinion, uh, mm -hmm. Doc. Talk about that because, again, we know what, you know, happened on January 6th. We know about uh, those who follow that type of hatred. But Democrats are not doing anything on their side either. And no. I, you know, I don't know all the statistics in terms of violence and, and and those type of things. But at the end of the day, you have two parties that a year after all of that are still in positions where they they either don't want to work together or it's all about me, nothing to see here. And at the end of the day, not just West Virginians suffer, but you know, people all across the country suffer, you know, racism and everything else. Uh, they, I mean, we got immigration. You talk about the John Lewis bill. COVID is still running rapid. All these different things. And everybody's worried about 2022 and getting elected. So both sides could kiss my, you know, I mean, it's just, it, it's just getting worse. And I think not only it's getting worse politically, I think it's going to get worse physically, like in terms of violence. Oh, I think you're absolutely right. What I would probably take exception to what you said was that the Democrats and the Republicans don't want to work together. They're working together fine if you're part of the elite in America. Mm. Because when you hear or when you read the Wall Street Journal or you listen to uh, the uh, CNBC, I think that's the economic channel, um, they keep telling you how well the economy is doing. That's because the financialized side of the economy is doing really well. Those with 401k programs are doing well. Those in the stock market are doing well. It's the real side of the economy that is being decimated. 
The Democrats and the Republicans were able to get that $770 billion National Defense Authorization Act through without a hitch, without a blip, without a burp. They found a way to feed the military-industrial complex, but they can't find a way to feed the starving people in urban centers and on Main Street. So they work together when they want to. They're working together fine, telling this lie that Russia is going to invade Ukraine, and that is a lie. They work together fine telling you that we have to be prepared to fight China, even though China's not invading anybody. They were together telling that lie. Donald Trump got us out of the JCPOA. Joe Biden ran on how easy it would be to get us back into the JCPOA, the agreement with Iran. All he has to do is, is write on a napkin, we're back. Love you, Joe Biden. Can't do it. Can't do it. Uh, when you one more, one, just one more thing. When you look at Joe Biden's policies, whether it be towards Venezuela, whether it be towards Nicaragua, El Salvador, Cuba, he's more in line with Donald Trump than Donald Trump. Mm. And and that's not I'm not making that up, boys and girls. Just look at the policy. Ask so, yourself, and and, and doctor, I guess that too would but you essentially in in layman's terms, the boogeyman is on both sides. Like they are what they, they the boogeyman is coming. The problem in, in your state, the problem in your statement is you keep putting it in the context of sides. No, no, no. But what I'm saying you is you said no, both no, sides. But, right. But what I'm saying is they, again, they're just, on the same side. No, but listen, hear, hear me okay. out. What I'm saying is like I always tease it, it, from a, a sports metaphor. You know, living in North Carolina, I'm from Connecticut, living in North Carolina, here people think when you're born, a basketball is in your hand. So mm-hmm. they think the, the birthright is there. With with black people, mostly, when you're born, you're a Democrat. So what I'm saying is that the boogeyman is Democrats and Republicans is what I'm Correct. saying. Okay. Yes. Okay. yes, absolutely. Folks. Those that don't want to hear me say this or those that, you know, oh, all you're doing is is fueling the Republicans. Look at the policy towards Haiti. Oh, God. Look at the policy towards Cuba. One of the things that Barack Obama did was try to normalize relations with Cuba. That was a good thing. What Joe Biden do? Flipped it. As Donald Trump. Flipped it. Right. Joe Biden told us he was going to close Guantanamo Bay. Guantan- they are building courts, spending something like four to five million dollars building courts at Gitmo. Joe Biden isn't closing anything. And again, folks, this whole Ukraine thing, there's a gr- there's a great piece in Black Agenda Report written by. Uh, Ajamu Baraka, uh, the Ukraine, why black people need to pay attention. Even if you can't find Ukraine on a map of Ukraine, 
<laughs> you, you you need you need to go to Black Agenda Report and read or go to my Facebook page. It's going to be posted there, and I'm going to have Ajamu on my show Saturday. Um, you all need to read this and pay attention to the lie you're being told about Russia wanting to invade Ukraine. That is not all I say is this to those of you that doubt me where are the weapons of mass destruction boys and girls mm. that, well, George, and that George Bush told us about that got us into uh, 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 Iraq where are they another lie 20 years in Afghanistan and what did we get other and that's than, what I was going to ask you about Afghanistan okay. like that but that's how how big is that 2022 moving forward? That thing has been a debacle. I mean, for 20 years. Absolute... Two trillion dollars. Yeah. But we can't afford Build Back Better. But why aren't the Democrats saying anything? Because contrary to the stereotype, the Democrats are more hawkish in many regards than the Republicans are. Mm. Yeah. Hey. Don't take my word for it. Look it up for yourself. I'm just telling you the truth. Don't, don't get mad at me. I'm just, you know, sometimes, look, contrary to what some people say, there are ugly babies in the world. <laughs> sometimes you got to say that's an ugly baby. Yeah, and sometimes not everybody can, hey. play bas good, can play basketball here, and and not all Democrats are good. I mean, it's, it's just a real... It's there real are, I've seen some ugly babies in my day. <laughs> Sometimes you got to say, hopefully they grow out of it, because right now they're looking good. Real real quick, if there's a formula, I got an, another guest that's coming on, and he wrote an article about formulas for, and, and I say real, the, the people, because because it's not about one person. It's about the people, you mm -hmm. know, making sure you're taking care of the people. So for those who are really, you and I can dissect who they may be, who are really for the people who may happen to be Democrats, what can they do if, if you're, you know, um, you're consulting them to, to win in 2022? Tell the truth. Yeah. And here's the thing. What I'm telling y'all, the data clearly supports what I'm articulating. Use the data for, for okay, here, here's a, to me, this is a great example. When, um, what's his name? And I think we talked about this last time I was on. When, uh, when McCullough, when Terry McCullough lost in Virginia, the two senators from Virginia, um, Tim Kaine, and I can't remember the other guy's name. I can't even think of his name, they, too. They both came on television and said that the reason that McCullough lost in Virginia was because of the progressive wing of the Democratic Party. Well, that's just stupid, wrong, and a lie. Right. And when they still you, say it. They still oh, say it, too, Doc. They, I know they do. Yeah. The data, look at the polling. Over 60% of the people in this country want a $15 minimum wage. Over 60% of the people in this country want um, 
uh, want hearing aids and dental care in Medicaid. Over 60% of the people in this country want the uh, student loans. When you go policy item by policy item and you look, I'm not talking about polling Democrats. I'm talking about polling Americans. Right. Those are winning proposals. Those are winning proposals. But Tim Kaine wants to tell us that the progressive side of the Democratic uh, of the Democratic Party is what cost Terry McAuliffe his election. No, what cost Terry McAuliffe the election, first of all, was the fact that uh, they had had, uh, what was it, eight years of Democratic governors. So right. his so he was bucking the historical trend, but Yunkin was a clown. Right. He was a flat out clown. Terry McAuliffe couldn't beat a clown. Terry McAuliffe is a Clintonite. So he they, they, you know, and he and ran the, like Hillary and lost like Hillary. And there yeah, lies there the go. problem. There, there, there lies the problem. He's a Clintonite. So but, but my point, I, I yeah. use that to answer your question. You gotta tell. See, he, the Democrats have no moral base in the policy initiatives they pursue. They are trying to figure out the political direction of the wind and what's going to play the best. Tell the people the truth and have your policy based in morality. And Doc, real quick, you know, can... can can this base understand that this whole, you know, blue collar, middle of America, white voter is not, they don't want you. Stop, like, leave it alone. Like, why are you still trying to go after other than the fact that we know why they really. That's white folks after. chasing white folks. <laughs> exactly. that's, that's white folks chasing white folks. Right. That's what that is. I like I like Gary I like uh, uh, Gary Gray. You're yeah. right. They can rebuild Japan. They can rebuild Korea, but they can't re. But see, here's the thing, uh, Gary Gray, that you got to understand about that is when they rebuilt Japan and they rebuilt Korea, where were we in the industrialization process in America? Mm. See, now what you're dealing with is a deindustrialized America. So the jobs that Joe Biden talked about, he was going to bring back. And the jobs that Donald Trump talked about that he, were go he was going to bring back and the jobs that uh, Barack Obama talked about he was going to bring back, those jobs aren't coming back because we have de-industrialized America. NAFTA and the, uh, the what was the, the other, the, the, the one? The, right. Well, no, no, that's the World Trade Organization. I mean, what? No, the, the, it was the NAFTA not. agreement and the one that we did with Asia. Oh, right, right, right. Uh, they sold us that on the idea that that somehow was supposed to balance trade. No. What that was, was to a great degree, a tax loophole for American companies that have gone overseas, are building their stuff overseas, and now want to bring that product back into the United States and don't want to have to pay tariffs on it. Mm -hmm. That's what that was. That was a. That was not to see to it that Samsung could sell more televisions in the United States or that Nokia could sell more telephones. No, 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 no. Yeah.
No. And, no. And, and I, I, I think to, you know, the naivete of all of this, Doc, can be avoided if people do what you said. Listen, you're not trying to bash so-and-so and so-and-so. Just, no. do, just do the research. Do, do Stop the being research. naive and, and being lazy, in my opinion, and then go and see. Turn off MSNBC and CNN. First, that's the first thing you got to do is stop listening to that crap. Because when you look at when you look at who their experts are, particularly on the foreign policy side. Oh, yeah. When you look at who their experts are. Former generals. Former directors of the CIA. See, there was a time when. The security state would plant stories in mainstream media. Right. Those days are long gone. They don't plant stories, they plant people. So when you turn on MSNBC and you hear Spider Marks talking about the war in Afghanistan, or you hear the former director of the CIA talking about, what the hell do you think they're going to tell you? <laughs> Other than the narrative that the security state wants you to believe. <sighs> Russia's going to attack the Ukraine. No, they're not. It's the United States that is using Ukraine to try to entice Russia into a response so that we can then rationalize what? Another war. Right. But that's war. a war we don't want to fight because war. that's a war we will show enough, show enough, lose. Right. As with China. Mess around with China if you want to. And uh, no, you'll, no. mm -mm. you'll find out what a, what a, what a, what a, what a behind. And, and let me, if I could quickly explain why. Sure. Russia's military policy is not based on aggression. It's based on defense. China's military policy is not based on aggression. It's based on defense. So if we decide to attack China, what do we have to do? We got to sail around the world with aircraft carriers and park those aircraft carriers off the coast of where? China. And what's China going to do with that new hypersonic missile that they just tested? That's a aircraft carrier sinking weapon. Those Ford class aircraft carriers that we spend 30, I think, billion dollars a piece to build will be boat anchors at the bottom of the ocean. Mm. And it's the same thing. It's the same thing. And 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 all of this discussion about when um uh, who was it? Oh, China just blew up that that satellite. Right. And there was all this discussion about oh, it was irresponsible for China. No, China was sending the United States a message. Because our military communication strategy is what? Satellite based. If they knock out our satellites, we're walking around in the dark. Mm. They can't, our, 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 our military units can't talk to each other. I'm trying to remember when that happened. Uh, that was about under, a month ago. No, but I mean, even before when they had the whole, uh, it was a movie involved about, um, it was actually North Korea. So okay. that was it, was, it was a while ago, but, but uh, apparently North Korea um, had, you know, infiltrated satellites. So it was the same type of thing. I'm trying to think of it. I'll, I'll get that and send it to you. But but 
but it's the same thing. Like that, that is our infrastructure when it comes to that. They Somebody. knocked our satellites out. That that's a wrap. Game over. They blew that. They blew up one of their own satellites to demonstrate we can knock out satellites. Right. And because their military strategy is defensive, their communication systems are terrestrial because they're communicating in their own country. Right. right. Same thing with Russia. Same thing. Um, look, man, this folks are just being lied to. Mm. They, uh, they're, they're, they're just, they're just being lied to. And, and, you know, I'll go, I'll go toe to toe with Lottie Dottie and everybody uh, who, who wants, who wants to challenge me on this. You better do your homework because you can rest assured that I've done mine. Mm. Doc, before you go, um, let people know um, about how they can get your book and, of course, uh, your show coming up this weekend, if, even if you don't have all your guests yet. But, oh, no, I got them. Yeah. And I, the okay. question is, can I remember them? But I, I got them all. I got them, oh, I got them. I got them all lined up. Uh, so we're going to open up. So the book, go to WilmerLeon.com. Uh, the book is entitled uh, Politics and Other Perspective. And you can get that. I was thought I had one in front of me. Uh, you can get that at. Uh, at, at wilmerleon.com but uh so we're going to open up saturday with uh pastor clarence williams we're going to be talking about the uh the uptick in violence in this country a lot of people may, may not realize there have been 400 shootings in this country in the first four days of the year 400 shootings in this country in the first four days of the year That's so we're going to talk about we're going to talk about talk with Pastor Williams about the uh, from uh, Greater Mount Zion AME in uh, St. Petersburg, Florida, about that. Uh, we're going to also talk about what the impact that COVID is having on the church mm. in terms of people's the whole. And now, what pastors are, are having to grapple with is with people not being willing to congregate. Uh, they've now turned to other methodologies in order to hold church services. So we're going to talk about the impact of COVID on the church. We're going to talk about uh, what's going on with violence in America. I'm going to talk to Laith Marouf out of Beirut, Lebanon, about what's going on with Israel and uh, having reached this negotiation with this uh, Palestinian activist who was on a 141-day hunger strike. And now uh, the Zionist government in Israel has uh, agreed to release him from arbitrary detention. We're going to talk about what's going on in Ukraine with Ajamu Baraka about his piece, Why Black People Need to Pay Attention to What's Happening in the Ukraine. We're going to talk to Scott Ritter about the former UN weapons inspector and the guy that was in Russia that helped to negotiate uh, some of the missile treaties between the United States and, and Russia. We're going to talk to him about uh, the latest developments in, in Ukraine uh, because Scott Ritter knows what Scott Ritter's talking about. So all of this Saturday from 11 to 2 Eastern on Sirius XM 126 Urban View. And then we're going to do open phones as well. Well, it's, I mean, folks, you you, you really do need to check out is is you you can't get that time back. And, and it's a oh. good thing because it's great. Uh, oh, it's, it's, and Dr. Gerald Horn. We're going to have 30 minutes with Dr. Gerald Horn talking about Ethiopia and uh, talking about the United States backing the the, the, the TPLF, the Tigrayan People's Liberation Front, and, and, and the 
failure of the United States uh, backing that move and also what's going on in Sudan. Uh, so Dr. Gerald Horn is going to join us as well. Doc, you are phenomenal, man. And uh, your insight, I really appreciate man, you it. You just need to get always. out more. That's all. If you think, yeah, I mean, it, well, yeah, I probably do need to get out a little bit more. But Doc, I love you, man. I appreciate you. Thank you so much, man. LA, love you too, brother. Thank you. Happy New Year to y'all. Saturday, 11 to 2 Eastern, Sirius XM 126 Urban View. Absolutely. My uh, man. All right.